Welcome to the Biohacking Superhuman Performance Podcast. My name is Natalie Nidham. I'm a nutritionist, a human potential, and epigenetic coach, and I created this podcast to bring you the latest ways to take control of your health and longevity. We cover it all, from new technology to ancestral health practices, personalized interventions, and a very special interest of mine, peptides. Enjoy the show. Hey folks, welcome back to the show. Before we get started, a little bit of housekeeping. Number one, I would like to remind all the ladies, new members and not new members of listeners of this podcast about the Women's Longevity and Resilience Retreat in Cabarete in the Dominican Republic from November 1st to 6th. We still have a few spots left. So if spending five days with me and my co-host Dasha Maximov by the ocean, morning, sunrise walks, yoga, talks on biohacking, nutrition, supplementation. We're going to talk about bioregulators and longevity. We're going to talk about your longevity plan. So much fun. If this even sounds remotely interesting to you, just head on over to natnidham.com. Look for the retreat tab at the top of the page. You'll get a little more information. Plus, you can book a Zoom call to talk to me and Dasha, my co-host, and see if this is right for you and get your questions answered. Number two, I want to remind you guys about my Mighty Networks private membership community. It is so awesome. It's tiny, it's mighty, it's intimate. We do live Q&As in there, both with me and with other experts. We have great conversations. And if you join as an annual member, you get instant access to my Peptide Crash Course 2.0. All right. So thank you so much for being here. I'm just going to thank you now. I'm not going to thank you again. Well, maybe I'll thank you again. I can never thank you guys enough. But if you get inspired by this episode and you love it, love it, love it, please make sure to leave us a review because that's how we get found. Okay. Let's talk about aging well. Let's talk about how as I age, and I know it's the same for you, we get more and more focused on retaining and gaining muscle strength. And this is because as we age naturally, we lose our muscle mass if we aren't doing anything about it. But here's the thing. People with more lean mass tend to have lower rates of chronic diseases, such as heart disease, stroke, and even type 2 diabetes. They also tend to have a lower risk of death from all causes. And this is just one of the reasons why I am in love with MitoPure's urolithinase supplement. Listen to this. A study published in the journal Cell Reports Medicine in 2022 found that urolithinase supplementation improved muscle strength and endurance in middle-aged adults. The study found that those who took urolithinase for four months had a significant improvement in muscle strength as measured by the hand grip strength test. They also had a significant improvement in muscle endurance as measured by the number of repetitions they could do on a leg press machine. Urolithinase also helps to wipe out damaged mitochondria. It induces mitophagy, and it even helps to reduce inflammation. How insane is it that this can all come from one supplement? So MitoPure has created three ways to get your daily dose of 500 milligrams of urolithinase in their product, MitoPure. They've got a delicious vanilla protein powder that combines muscle building protein with the cellular energy of MitoPure. They have a berry powder that easily mixes into smoothies or just about any drink. And they also make that powder in a ginger flavor. And finally, they have these amazing soft gels that I like to use for travel. So personally, I love the starter pack. It gets you to try all three forms of MitoPure, and then you can pick your favorites. So if you want to start giving your mitochondria some love, just use code NAT10 for 10% off your order at timelinenutrition.com. Again, that's code NAT10 for 10% off your order at www.timelinenutrition.com. Okay, now let's talk about the episode. Let's be real. Stress is a part of our daily life. It's unavoidable. 
So, and you know what? I know that we say that these days are particularly stressful, but talk to anybody in history and they've always believed, there's always been stressors in life, right? So here's the thing. If we can't remove stress from our life, all we can really do is learn how to deal with that stress more efficiently. For some people, they are unable to let go of that stress and they maintain it. They hang on to it for very long periods of time. When in actuality, our bodies need to be able to cope, adapt, and come back to our natural state of homeostasis as quickly as possible. We know the chronic high levels of stress are related to a plethora of health issues, including hormonal imbalances, weight gain, depression, anxiety, and chronic diseases. The list just goes on and on. It's actually quite stressful, <laughs> pun intended. So that's why in today's episode, my guest, Adam Wanger, dives into how to manage our stress better through utilizing and optimizing our endocannabinoid system. Word of the day, endocannabinoid. Plus, we're going to look into the intricacies of our endocannabinoid system and how CBD can be used as an essential nutrient for rebalancing it. Adam is the founder and CEO of Element Health, which are the producers of the most potent full-spectrum CBD oil on the market. Their goal as a company is to eliminate the confusion that comes with finding the perfect product amidst a sea of companies that use flashy marketings and a whole lot of unsubstantiated claims. Their focus is on quality over quantity, and that's why you will find the absolute best full-spectrum CBD products and customer service on the market at Element Health. I got to tell you guys, I have tried these products and they are fantastic. They've got it in all the different forms that you could ever wanted. Obviously, the oil is the most potent. It's very grassy tasting, as Adam likes to say, but it's it's an incredible experience, especially right before bed. Now, Element Health has given listeners of this podcast a great discount to try any of their products. All you have to do is go to elementhealthsupply.com and use code NAT15. You can also follow Adam on Instagram at Element Health. And I got to tell you, Adam is he's just a wonderful, wonderful human being. He's got an adorable little boy, but you know, sometimes you just meet someone and there's an instant connection. And the thing with Adam, he is so committed and driven to doing good in the world. And his vehicle for doing that is producing these amazing products. So I really encourage you check out the episode. And if it resonates for you and you think it's something you might want to try, definitely give his products a try because they are above the par. Okay. So one more thing before the episode. This is the last thing I totally promise, but let's talk about this. Do you prioritize replenishing your electrolytes? I do. Actually, I've learned to, right? So here's why it's super important to ensure that your electrolytes are always balanced. Electrolytes are minerals that help to regulate blood pressure, heart rate, muscle contractions, nerve function, hormonal regulation, nutrient absorption, and fluid balance. Your electrolyte stores get depleted after a workout in hot, hot weather, after having a glass of wine or two or maybe three or a few other alcoholic beverages, and even after taking certain medications. Also, your electrolyte stores can even become depleted in the morning right when you wake up, right? Because we get dehydrated in the night. And that's why I always have a glass of element electrolytes first thing in the morning to ensure I'm starting my day getting hydrated. Plus, if you're a fasting person, like you intermittent fast or you do longer term, fat, longer duration fast, it totally helps you to keep your fast going through the morning and through the day. Like when I'm doing a longer fast, I'm going to drink more element during the day. Also sauna. Don't forget, if you're saunaing, you must take electrolytes. So element in particular contains a science-backed electrolyte ratio, a thousand milligrams of sodium, 200 milligrams of potassium, and 60 milligrams of magnesium. 
Guys, when it comes to electrolytes, the devil is in the details. It's got to be in the right ratio. The other thing is you get all the right stuff with none of the junk. No sugar, no artificial colors, no artificial ingredients, no gluten, no fillers, no BS. So right now, Element is offering my listeners a free sample pack with any purchase. That's eight single serving packets free with any Element order, which is a great way to try all eight flavors. My favorite, if you've been listening to the podcast, you know, it started off with the watermelon and the citrus and the lime, but they recently sent me their new summer flavor, which is grapefruit, and it is the best. So I really encourage you to give that one a try. Anyway, you can also use your sample packs to share element with a salty friend. So all you have to do to get yours, go to drinklmnt.com. So that's how we spell element, drinklmnt.com forward slash nat, N-A-T. This deal is only available through my link. So you must go to drinklmnt.com forward slash nat. And now without a single more second delay, let's jump into the episode. Hey folks, just a quick reminder that all of the information presented in this podcast is for information purposes only. No medical advice, no diagnosing, no treatments suggested here. Before you try anything that you hear about or learn about here, make sure that you check with your medical provider. Welcome back to the show, Adam. It is a pleasure to have you here today. Thank you so much. It worked out. I am too. And so guys, we, I'm saying welcome back because this is our second pass at this episode. Uh, first time around, we had some technical difficulties and we both agreed that we would not subject you guys to the crackly noises of a bad connection. So both of us are in a better place today. And so we're going to have an amazing conversation about full spectrum CBD, the endocannabinoid system and all the ins and outs around that. So Adam, I'm so grateful that you took the time for this today. And I was hoping that maybe we could start with you just giving a little bit of your story, because I think your story is so pivotal to what you do and the types of products that you produce. You're coming at this really from a personal need and personal experience. So I thought maybe it would be great if you would share a bit of your story with the audience. Sure trying to think where to start exactly. Um, I guess I should start with, uh, I've grown up doing martial arts my entire life. This is one thing that might resonate with people because I'm sure a lot of your listeners are into fitness, they're into health. Uh, the thing is, when you do martial arts at like the level I was doing at the, not necessarily competition, but the training as well, I was succumbing to a lot of injuries. Mm -hmm. uh, this was in my early years in high school and in college. And Back then, we were we would go to a traditional doctor. There wasn't so many uh, alternative or holistic providers at that time. Mm -hmm. Or maybe I was just so young, I didn't know where they were. Yeah. So you would go to a doctor, and they say, "Take these pills. Take these pills." And it was that was the way I could avoid surgery was taking pills. And the pills they were giving me were anti-inflammatories, and then eventually they started giving me oxycodone. Mm. And this is when they would say oxycodone is not addictive. So you're kidding me. Was, there was a time no. when they said that. Oh yeah, yeah. Wow. And they would say when you're trying to get off, when you're no longer in pain, we'll just cut down the dose for a week or two. But they don't tell you that they were giving me the equivalent of like fifty to sixty Percocets a day. Holy jumping! That is yeah. amazing. Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. I did 
biohack in my early days with different types of drugs. And I like to experiment and understand everything. Uh, I used a lot of psychedelics and different stuff and cannabis just because I wanted to understand what the effects were. Mm-hmm. You're a young person. You want to understand the world around you. Yep. Uh, this is different though. When you're getting prescribed medicine and they're giving you drugs that end up becoming pure pleasure-based drugs, they tell you mm-hmm. it's to alleviate pain, but when it's the equivalent of, let's say, heroin or morphine, yeah. um, it becomes purely a pleasure-based drug. That's what I tell people. Same as with alcohol. I mean, a little bit of wine maybe is different, but the way people drink alcohol or use addictive drugs like cocaine, this is purely, uh, there isn't much medicinal quality to it. Mm-hmm. So anyways, they were giving me these for a very long period of time and I decided, okay, let me stop. Eventually I have to stop. And I got crazy sick. I'm not going to get into the whole detail, the long story about it, but I was brutally sick and I didn't understand why I just felt horrible. So I started taking them again and all of my sickness, all of my pain went away. So actually I called my mom at the time and I told her what was going on. I said, no, I had the flu or I had some kind of weird illness. So then I just took my medicine, my pain medicine and went away. She goes, yeah, that's addiction. I just, I remember that day because it like hit me. It hit me so hard. Addiction. And I'm like, does that mean I'm an addict now? Mm -hmm. And, uh, Anyhow, trying to come off that was, it took me years. It took me a very long time. And then once you're off of it, you have to start understanding your place in the world in terms of happiness. You start questioning, you start asking bigger questions than just, oh, I'm a kid in college. What am I going to do for my career next? Little simple things. I'm like, what is, what is my purpose now? Which I think was a great thing. At the time, it was horrible. Yeah. You know, you're dealing with depression and anxiety, and that's what a lot of these things do. Once you come off, your life is so tense. And it led to just more and more challenges in life. And I started, I'm trying to make it as short as possible. Yeah. I started realizing that the challenges is where you really grow. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to understand what kind of compounds or what things we could do to the human body to be a better version of ourselves that weren't addictive. Okay. This was a long time ago. This was probably 15, 20 years ago when I really wanted to get like a big grasp on it. So I studied psychedelics and cannabis a lot. And when you talk about studying it, I'm understanding the mechanism of action and I'm also using it myself and At the time, I was also studying applied physiology and kinesiology. So I was a trainer, a health coach. I was doing all these things, and I had a background of overcoming intense addictions. Uh, At one point, I was overweight. I had a lot of injuries. So everything I learned in my healing journey, I was applying to my clients, to my family, to my friends. And I was just very excited because I saw so much potential with not necessarily cannabis, but with CBD, because Mm -hmm. we knew about this a long time ago, but the oil and the extractions and everything that you find now, this wasn't around back then. And luckily, me and my wife, we started realizing like the benefits of it. Uh, This was a little bit later on, we were using CBD oil that a friend of ours had made for us. These are cannabis farmers. And then we started seeing these companies popping up. Like mushrooms. (laughs) <laughs> oh my god yeah luckily this was around 2016 and 17 yeah so there was a thing called the farm bill of 2018 which fully legalized it so back then it was it was like in a gray area 
Yeah. You can still buy it online. Um, again, I saw the benefits of CBD right when I started using it. Um, and so what were those benefits? Like what, what was your experience as soon as you started using CBD? So that's a great question. And that kind of takes me back a little bit. I started having really bad sleep issues once I overcame the drug addiction. I think mm-hmm. because I had started using other drugs, stimulants, heavy stimulants, these were illegal, but it's very similar to people that are taking, let's say, ADD medita- uh, medication or over-caffeination or mm-hmm. over-caffeinating. Uh, what would you call it? Those pre-workout drinks yeah. that yeah. everyone's using now or they have been using for so long. Absolutely. When you do this, you're just destroying your adrenals. Yeah. And it becomes very hard to sleep. And then you're using it all day and you're getting anxiety during the day. And then you want to find something at night to calm down. And I thought, oh, this is a small group of people, but so many people are dealing with this. And if it's not from a chemical or pharmaceutical standpoint, it's coming from daily stressors. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I think if you look at one of the biggest issues, I think sleep is possibly like disrupted sleep is if you go out and poll 50 people on the street, I don't know what the exact numbers are, but you will find far more people whose sleep is not optimal than is. It's very rare you come across someone that says, oh, I'm a great sleeper. (laughs) Yeah, and it's funny because when I started understanding that there's these ailments like insomnia and people are having just chronic digestive issues these days, I'm starting to try to understand where it's coming from. And obviously there are external sources that we Mm -hmm. can't control, whether it's cultural, uh, it could be technological, and it can also be uh, environmental in the fact of what we're eating and what we're taking in, water quality, Mm. food quality. And through my research, I found, and through current research, they're understanding that the endocannabinoid system, which we're going to get into, they've associated a lot of these symptoms with people that have endocannabinoid system deficiency. I'll let you chime in a little bit on that. So what does that mean, endocannabinoid deficiency, system deficiency? Is it that, because we all have an endocannabinoid system, like, you know, which I think also comes as a bit of a surprise to a lot of people. Like, wait, what? How do, what do you mean? Like cannabinoids, like that's a drug. And what do you mean? I have a system in my body, you know, which is, which I think is where, a lot of the leaders in the industry, including you kind of went, yeah, like you have an endocannabinoid system. So to be able to bring in a cannabinoid from the outside and help to, to trigger certain responses in your body is really just helping your body do what it does best. It's a little bit like optimizing your immune system. Right. Right. So, yeah. And endocannabinoid just in itself means we're producing it from the inside. Correct. And the research is just so beautiful now because they're finding their own endocannabinoids are what they think are responsible for the runner's high. And there's so many, like, they call it the bliss molecule, anandamide. Mm -hmm. And they're finding that this is an incredible painkiller, even though it's coming from the inside. And it's responsible for our sense of well-being. A lot of times how I see it is how we view the world. The endocannabinoid system, I tell everyone, because I know we spoke about this maybe last time. I get emails like all day long because I still like to do my health consultations, especially through my company. I I don't consider myself like a salesman for CBD, although that's what we produce. We're very proud of what we do because it's an amazing, amazing product. But I like to explain and educate people that we're not selling a drug. We're not Mm -hmm. selling even a natural drug. 
we're teaching people what this actually does because the endocannabinoid system, and that's where we have to start. Yeah. Um, if our goal is not symptom treatment, we want to have a healthful, balanced, aligned life where we feel connected to our higher purpose, connected to nature, connected to the people around us. And there is just such a disconnect these days. So what happens, and like we said earlier, the disconnect can come from anything, even if we're just eating one type of food, mm-hmm. and it's downrating, downregulating a specific receptor or an enzyme. Our body is like such an intricate balance. And yeah. we, I just found that the endocannabinoid system, this is our interface to the outside world. So what I mean by interface, I mean, let's say you run through a stressful situation where you're driving in traffic and someone cuts you off and gives you the finger. You're stressed out. You might be angry for a little bit, but some people maintain that level of stress for a longer period of time when really our bodies should be able to cope, to adapt with that stress and just come back to our natural state of homeostasis. Well, when our endocannabinoid system is functioning optimally, these things kind of settle in. Instead mm. of seeing like, oh, I'm stressed all the time. You're like, wait a second, I'm managing stress better. It's not like, oh, I'm, you know, I have tense when I go to work, I'm tense when I wake up and I take this and then it goes away. No, we're using something that allows us to adapt, almost like an adaptogen. Yeah, yeah, I was thinking exactly that, yeah. Right, more so we're giving our body a nutrient. I consider it a nutrient, that's what I tell people. We're not gonna call it, we're not gonna call it a supplement even though we could. It's just a vital nutrient like an omega-3, like magnesium or vitamin D, especially when we understand how many systems it interacts with, the nervous system, the cardiovascular system. We already mentioned sleep, but fertility as well digestion and people like to hear what it's curing, but I don't ever make those sort of claims, but I will say that my father, he had IBS, a friend of mine had IBS, irritable bowel syndrome, and they used CBD and it gave them the relief they needed, not because they were taking CBD, but because it was allowing them to manage the inflammatory response from whatever was happening within their body. Yeah, that's really interesting. Do you think the CBD directly affects inflammation or do you think it affects another aspect that allows the body to regulate in a different way so that the inflammation gets dealt with? Do do we know to what extent that happens? Right. Well, let me first say, I keep saying CBD, CBD, because that's the key word that everyone knows. Yeah. And um, we call our products CBD products, but Mm -hmm. CBD is just one cannabinoid. Yeah. I think that's a good way to explain to everyone the hemp plant, we're not, um, we're extracting from the hemp plant itself Mm -hmm. and hemp, this is legal as of 2018 and hemp tends to have higher concentrations of CBD with very low concentrations of THC, which is the one that's psychoactive, responsible for the high, the buzzing effect. Now hemp has a very small amount under 0.3%. Uh, but it has a host of other cannabinoids. In fact, there's hundreds of cannabinoids out there. When we're extracting from a hemp plant, we're getting anywhere from three to five, depending on the strain, the seed, depending on the entire process. So when I'm saying CBD or my CBD or you're supplementing with CBD, the most effective way is with full spectrum. And we're going to get into that. Mm -hmm. But just know, I mean, many cannabinoids in the hemp plant. Right. So you were asking specifically about inflammation and it's definitely, it works on COX-2 inhibitors, but in a way 
of, they call it a modulator. It allows the body to do what it's meant to do. Yeah. We're not so, feeding it ibuprofen or Tylenol. So it's basically, it's back to that concept of adaptogenic. It's a, it's back to that concept of allowing the body to find its balance again, which I think for so many of us, even when we were talking about sleep before or stress, for many people, we've lost this, because we're so stressed and pushed and pressed all the time, we've lost that going back to homeostasis sense. Like we're always in a heightened state and anything that you can do to allow your body and your mind really to come back to this place where, oh, I feel okay. I don't feel stressed without, and you know, I think it's important to stress that in the products or in the, in the category of product that we're discussing today, like the, the CBD, full spectrum CBDs, and even some of the CBD extracts, it's really about removing this whole THC aspect. Not that THC is horribly bad, but it's a different piece of the puzzle that mm-hmm. we're not we're not dealing with right now. Right. And it's funny, I don't find that I have a stressful life anymore. Mm-hmm. I, the way I've you know taken care of my body, myself, my mind, the processes, I mean, I have a a wild story, the things I know I can do with my body and mind. Maybe we'll get into it later. But I got a quick reminder when we had a baby about a year and a half ago. Mm -hmm. Lack of sleep, insomnia, dealing. I I like to work from home and I want to be with my child, my son all the time. I just think it's so important. I bring Mm -hmm. him in the office with me. I bring him everywhere with me. But with that comes a sense of stress when he's like, I don't want to be doing this. And I'm just going to yell at you at the top of my lungs. And I'm on a phone call. That's really important. So I remember what it is to have this high level of stress. I also, we live on a farm, my wife and I, uh, but a few months out of the year, we come back to Miami where we're from and you get a sense of what it is living in a city, the level of traffic with everything, just you have like a higher sense like that you're inflamed. It's weird. Luckily, like our lifestyles inhibit this to an extent, but it's intense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're never, your nervous system automatically ramps up in a, exactly. in a city. Like I, I was just in Sedona last week and the minute my, the plane touched the ground in Toronto, the minute I got off that plane energetically, it's you can't even compare, frankly, even driving from Sedona into Phoenix oh, to yeah. get to the airport. Like you, there's such a shift. In, Unbelievable, in right? how you feel and function. And Arizona is just a funny place with no time zone changes and all that type of stuff <laughs> yeah. or uh, whatever it is. Um, I can't even remember daylight savings. Daylight savings. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, we can talk about daylight savings. I don't think that's the topic of this podcast, but it's, no, no, no. But it's, just it's, such a, a, it's a relic from another time that is, yeah. you know, we all know is, irrelevant and frankly harmful to people. But and when you're talking about that, it's interesting. Well, I'm glad we brought it up because they say well, there's natural cycles. You know, we have our circadian rhythm. We have our daily cycles. We have our yearly cycles and we're supposed to be in tune with this. And we have been for millennia for thousands of years. Now in the last, whatever it is, hundred years, maybe 200 years, we're in cities. We have electronics. Now we have mm-hmm. artificial light everything's being disrupted from our natural state. Yeah. And that's why I find that compounds like this, like full spectrum CBD is so important. People can get stimulation of their endocannabinoid system through omega-3s. Some people say chocolate, obviously exercise, but to what extent mm-hmm. uh, our products are at least a real full spectrum. And I say real because what's coming out these days 
I don't even call it a CBD product. Every single company I know is like, oh, we have CBD now coming from a lab, coming from another manufacturer, from a wholesaler, from someone else's farm. At this point, like, what are we really getting? So that's why we keep, we have like a sense of sacredness with what mm-hmm. we do. Mm-hmm. We're there from seed to oil. Um, it's a little woo-woo, but I, I really put like the highest intention into what I do. Me and my wife, from the moment we're handling everything and the people that we have handling it with us, their intentions have to be there towards healing and spreading balance, alignment with everyone around us. Because I I think this is just necessity these days. Yeah, you no, know, absolutely. Like with your food. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So let's talk about, you know, the full spectrum CBD versus something. So, so I... I guess one of the questions is, you know, what should people look for? Because to your point, you know, the beauty, the good news is most places have legalized CBD products and that has allowed, it's allowed a whole bunch of things to happen that had stopped, right? It's allowed for research, which was frozen for years and years, for decades because it was illegal. So we're finally starting to get more information, but it's also allowed for, to your point, a plethora of suppliers out there. Some have great knowledge, people making great stuff, and then people who are just trying to hone in on a fad or a trend or whatever. So we get, you know, if I walk into, I walked into a store once and said, look, you know, my husband works out late at night and he twitches all night long. He needs something to help him sleep. And the guy's like, oh, you need CBN. And he ran back and he grabbed this product, like these gummies or whatever that were CBN gummies. And that was it you know, and handed them to me and said, this is what he needs. And, you know, aside from the fact that the gummies are full of sugar, just a whole different kettle of fish, um, you know, it, it, I have to say it didn't exactly hit the mark. Like the guy's pop, you know, Mitch is popping gummies like crazy and he's still twitching and not sleeping that well after his workout. So, you know, the best fix for his problem is don't work out so late. The problem is that the master swim club swims at a certain time and that's when he can go. So, you know, maybe we can talk a little bit about, you know, what people need to be looking for and why maybe sometimes these very specific pinpointy little extracts might not give credit to your to your endocannabinoid system to help it to regulate properly. Okay, so let me uh, start with when we started our company, there was pretty much two types of CBD products. And thankfully we did this a long time ago because a few years later it was considered the gold rush and every person that had money wanted to start a company and just threw money at it. Um, get the marketing out there. The quality wasn't important. So there is full spectrum and there was CBD isolate, which is just CBD pulled out by itself, no other cannabinoids. And there was a place for it because some people get drug tested for one, or mm. they may have a sensitivity to even the most minuscule amounts of THC. Now a full spectrum product, you're not going to be getting high from it unless you take extremely high doses. But if you're taking it consistently, like a nutrient should be used consistently daily or nightly, it can give you what they call a false positive test because you're not technically- oh, so you'll, you'll show up with THC in your system. You could. It depends yeah. on the specific drug screening. Yeah. So a lot of people were turning to CBD isolate. 
And I'm not totally against it, but it's also extremely cheap to produce. Mm -hmm. It is so cheap and it can come anywhere from China, from the UK. It just depends where it's coming from and people charge an arm and a leg for it. So they're making, I don't know what it is, 10,000% profit. Yeah, That's what we were looking at back then. So I started trying to understand what was so effective about CBD and that being full spectrum. And first, all the studies done with just CBD isolates showed a lot of promise. But mm -hmm. the ones done with full spectrum showed way more promise. They just found that people were experiencing way more relief. Now, before I even started producing it, I was using it from these different companies. And I noticed that over time, the effect was degrading. So I'm oh, thinking, oh my God, another, like, and this was full spectrum. So I'm thinking, here we go again. I'm getting a tolerance or an addiction. I was getting kind of worried. So I started calling the companies. They were all based out of, um, I think it was the Midwest at the time, small farms. And they said, oh yeah, we grew so much. We moved our operation to Colorado. And I said, oh, that's interesting. And I didn't realize what they're doing there is they're bringing in cheap help mass producing hemp, lower mm. quality soil. They're less concerned with the quality of the plant. So it wasn't that the CBD was becoming less effective. It's that the quality was going down. Interesting. So I said, okay, we're going to, we actually had friends and family that had hemp farms. So we're like, you know what? We're going to start producing our own. And we did. And it was just mind blowingly potent. It is basically as unprocessed as you can get when it comes to an extract of CBD. When yeah, it's, it's, I've, I've had your product. It's very, like, you taste the plant. Yeah, yeah. It's like brown. It's black. It's like, it's intense. Yeah. When you go to like a store, whether it's a supplement store, order online for the most part, you're getting something clear where they're yeah. wiping out the chlorophyll, the fatty acids. They're taking out cannabinoids. They're taking out all sorts of stuff. But so that's where we went. Most people understood that full spectrum was better. And then there's levels of full spectrum. But then as time progressed, they realized we can start isolating other cannabinoids. Mm -hmm. They were isolating CBG, CBN, and all the pharmaceutical companies. They said, well, we're going to like, uh, I forget the word, but they're going to take out the isolate. And that way you can measure perfectly. Because with plant material, it can be different every time. The color, sure. the potency, we have to do extensive testing to keep it in a small range. But when it comes to a powdered form, a crystallite or a distillate, whatever you want to call it, it's very easy to keep it 25 milligrams, a hundred milligrams. So people saw the pharmaceutical industry doing this and they said, why don't we do it? And mm -hmm. it'll be cheaper that way too. We don't have to work with as much plant material. So you could get a pure CBD, a CBG, a CBN, and they do have some effect. But I think the beauty of full spectrum is you're getting a little bit of everything. And CBD in itself is so powerful because it's not affecting the cannabinoid, the endocannabinoid, uh, sorry, the cannabinoid receptors directly. It's basically down-regulating the enzyme. It's letting the enzyme do less work so we have our own natural endocannabinoids doing the work, if that makes sense. Okay, so repeat not, that. Right, so Say like that again? THC. Yeah. If you use a THC, one of my cannabinoid receptors is activated and you're feeling it. You're getting the total effect from activating the specific receptor. But with CBD in particular, it doesn't directly bind to these receptors. It uses, it basically mitigates the FAH enzyme, which breaks down 
anandamide, which is one of our endocannabinoids. Mm. So it's basically allowing your body's own endocannabinoids to stay around longer. Okay. More effective. So that's where I get CBD. That's where the beauty of CBD is. But it works synergistically with THC, with CBG, with all these other cannabinoids to give you this overall like perfect effect that for me, it reduces the noise that is created from artificial environment and other things that kind of take us out of our natural state. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so I think what's important to stress to the audience here is we're not talking about getting high. You know, right. again, like like th- this is a very important distinction. Like this is there's a whole other um, this this falls for me into the category of herbal medicine, right? Where it's a natural compound that is, you know, when you're using the whole plant. So now it's like getting a whole food instead of taking iron, you're eating liver, let's say. Or instead of taking vitamin C, you're eating a tomato or a red pepper or an orange or a lemon, whatever the case may be. And so, you know, I think the the beauty of the whole food, or in this case, the whole plant, and you alluded to this earlier, is you're getting a lot of elements that we do know, but you're also getting a lot of other elements that have yet to be identified, mm-hmm. but that we know act synergistically. And they kind of act, you're you're kind of tapping into the wisdom of nature, in that you're taking this whole plant as as it was meant to be consumed so that it acts on your system in ways that we understand and in other ways that we may not even have understood yet. And I think as much as a lot of the drug company trials have shown promise, there have been a lot of disappointments with that the drug companies have experienced in their testing with the isolates. Mm-hmm. And yet, in, you know, for things like focus and ADHD, like some of those conditions. And yet there are many, many people with those conditions who use full spectrum products that actually get great results. And you yeah, just- I love that you said that because that's what we tell people. It's as nature intended. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I mean, that's exactly what, that's exactly how I view it. That yeah. we're giving someone something from the earth. There's an, there's like a synergistic relationship between us and our environment. It's like the bacteria around us in our specific city or on the beach or wherever we live, there's a, there's a definite relationship. And I think we need to have that with the plants as well. Yeah. Yeah. That's why we honor and we consider what we do a very sacred thing when it's coming from the hemp plant. Now that doesn't mean that I'm against THC or certain isolates when it's used appropriately. I just started using, we're selling a THC product as well because it can enhance creativity. It can, there are beneficial effects to it. You know, some people really enjoy that. And the cool thing is when you use it with CBD, a lot of the side effects that people normally associate with THC, like anxiety or paranoia, they get mitigated from the CBD. Oh, so right. Because it gives that calming sort of balancing effect. Right, right. So there's a use for everything. We just mm-hmm. find that the full spectrum, that's our base. Yeah. I actually formulated some new products recently Did where you? the full spectrum base, yeah, it took me a long time. Because like you said, like all these gummies, I could go to a gummy manufacturer and they're like, perfect, we'll make this for you. And it's all like corn syrup or fructose, corn syrup. I mean, it's just horrible stuff. So to actually create a product 
And that's quality that I want to take for me, that my family are going to use. It takes a long time. And mm-hmm. it takes a lot of research and development when you're working with plant material. Yeah, no kidding. It has to hit the right number every time. And if it doesn't, we have to go back to the drawing board. For sure. And I think to the consumer, there has to be an understanding that, um, you know, I think one of the reasons why gummies are so popular also is because they taste like candy. Yeah. And, you know, I've tasted your gummies and they taste they're sweet, but they're not candy. You know, yeah, you still, the plant very much comes through the plant flavor. And so it's, and I think what's nice about that is it reminds you and reconnects you to what it is that you're taking and for what reason. Oh, for I, sure. Because right? too sweet, you might pop a couple of them. And ours, yeah. like you said, and we use all organic vegan ingredients. We make it as like clean as possible with minimal calories. I mean, I still think that the oil should be like the base product that the world should be using. I feel like if the whole world had this in their system, it'd be like a lot less tension. Yeah, it'd be so much happier. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Yeah, that's why I don't go on the news anymore. I try to even stay off social media because it'll make you out of your mind so quickly. Hey folks, we interrupt this program very briefly to talk about one of the non-negotiable anchors of my longevity stack, which is spermidine biprimidine made by Oxford HealthSpan. I take it myself and recommend it to my family, my friends, my clients, pretty much anybody who'll listen to me. Spermidine was used for centuries by ancient Japanese emperors who knew a thing or two about longevity, and it's been a staple in the diets of Okinawan centenarians. And now modern science is validating the hows and the whys spermidine is a must-have tool in our smart aging arsenal. Not only does it positively impact nine of the 12 hallmarks of aging, it also triggers beauty from within. Studies demonstrate that it supports hair growth, nail growth, as well as promotes collagen and elastin production. That's called beautiful skin. It also modulates circadian rhythm and improves cognition. I have seen these benefits in myself, my clients, and even my parents. This supplement totally works. If it sounds too good to be true, you don't even have to take my word for it. Just head over to OxfordHealthSpan.com and read the borderline miraculous reviews from other users. And if you want to try it for yourself, use code BIONAT15 for a discount. And now, without another second to waste, let's get back to the episode. Let's talk about some of the the things that people have had success with using a full spectrum product. I mean, I know like, it's so funny. Cause when you, when we first met you, I don't know when you, you went back to your records or something and said, Hey, Nat, your mom's been using our products since like 2018 or something. Yeah. And I know that my mom uses the full spectrum oil. You know, she has arthritis pain and also she's not a great, you know, she's very, she's a fairly wired person. So sleep can be not easy for her sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, without making any kind of medical claims or anything of the sort, what are the types of things or reasons why people move towards a product like yours? What what are you, what are you seeing it be helpful for in, in certain cases? This is really interesting. The, there's what they call the diurnal effect of the endocannabinoid system. So your endocannabinoid system responds to different effects events throughout the day. So if it's in the daytime when we need more focus, we tend to get stimulation in the right areas from the endocannabinoid system that affects certain neurotransmitters that are more prevalent in the morning versus the evening. And at night, your endocannabinoid uh, system is more responsible for calming down, let's say, your nervous system so you can get good sleep. So 
CBD, or at least a good full spectrum, can be used all day for a host of different things. That's what's so amazing about it. It's not, most people think of it as a sedative, Mm -hmm. but we have a lot of people using it in the morning with their coffee or with a tea and they use lower doses and it allows the adenosine because we know coffee can degrade adenosine. So we end up getting like, sometimes you drink coffee, you get a spike of energy and then a crash. Oh yeah. The rest of the day you're exhausted. Well, if you use CBD with it, it'll allow the adenosine to maintain for a longer period of time in your bloodstream, in your brain. So you actually don't get a crash when you're using caffeine with CBD, such as like if you were using theanine, for example, Mm -hmm. it's kind Mm -hmm. of more of like a calming focus and clarity versus a jittery energy. Um, In the evening, it's just, it's very well known for being able to reduce stress to allow the body to like calm down, to get in a parasympathetic state essentially, where we can just kind of relax. It's not going to knock you out. I mean, we do have, you could take, let's say three or four of our gummies or maybe two and be so relaxed. You're like, oh my God, I can't wait to go to sleep. But in reality, you're taking the right dose. It's not about high doses. It's about finding the sweet spot. So you can get, it actually found that there's increases in REM and deep sleep statistics when you're using our products. Mm -hmm. It should be with all CBD, but I can't speak to other companies. Yeah. Well, I mean, it would be something to look for, right? For oh, for this sure. audience, many of whom are people who are wearing some kind of wearable, whether it's an aura ring or a whoop band or a bio strap or a Garmin, like a lot of people are keeping an eye on their, their sleep metrics. And so it is an interesting thing when you're using products like this to look at what are the, what is the impact and at what dosages are you seeing those impacts? And a beautiful thing about this is CBD has what they call a negative tolerance or reverse tolerance. I was going to so ask you about that. Time, yeah, that's, that's what I love because I don't want to be taking something all the time and increasing doses. That's yeah. telling me I'm not doing something that I should for my body. I'm getting far away from alignment of what I should be using. And over time, technically, you could be using less CBD and achieving the same effects. So- Occasionally, I'll get an email and someone says, your product's not working for me. I bought it. I've tried it. It's not doing anything. So I go and I want to help them out, first of all. So I go and look at when they bought it. And I'm like, wait, they just bought it last week. And it just arrived two days ago. So they used it for one or two nights. And I'm like, look, first of all, we have to start with the lowest dose possible. That's what I tell everyone. We start with five or 10 milligrams at the most. See how you feel. I have responders, they're hyper responders that take one milligram of CBD and they can sleep eight hours like a rock or they just feel perfect, like fully yeah. optimized. That's you know far and few in between, but over time you increase as needed. So every three or four days, you try a slightly higher dose, see how that feels until you reach that sweet spot. Now that sweet spot is different for everyone. For me, I like to take about 80 milligrams. My wife likes using 40 milligrams. Um, ben Greenfield, a, kind of a friend of both of ours, he uses like 150 milligrams, but he also needs higher doses for everything. Yeah. So you start low, go up slow. It's so simple. And less you need, the better, I think. Yeah. Well, and like you just said, if over time you don't need as much, that's telling you that what it's helping is with your body's regulation. 
right? It's, it's, I mean, I'm going to keep coming back to this whole idea of it acting as an adaptogen because an adaptogen in theory helps your body to adapt. And over time, as you adapt better, you may need less of whatever it is. And that, that is a sign to me that it's, it's, it's the kind of thing you want to be leaning into because you're almost helping your body to re regain that balance that we've all lost because we're so disconnected from nature and we live for all the reasons we talked about earlier. And if you can restore that resilience in your system, in spite of living in a big city with the artificial lights and all the mayhem that's around you, then you've done, you've, you've kind of achieved that goal, right? Of you can't, we can't, we can't change the world around us, but we can certainly help to change our body's response to that world. Exactly. Or change ourselves to change the world around us. Well, I think once we become more adaptable, we've adapted and we can stay, we can hold our space. We can start to affect the world in a different way, right? You're, every interaction you're going to have is going to be different. If you're not grinding your teeth through the night, if you're not, you know, snapping at people every three minutes, automatically your impact on your, your effect on the world changes. And then if you've got, you know, bigger visions for yourself of doing bigger things, then you're in a better place to do that. It's funny that we brought this up. This is the first time I actually thought about it. I used to use cannabis uh, more, not even, I wouldn't say recreationally, but more in like a spiritual manner. I used to do ceremonies with it and I would do it. I would make sure there was an intention behind it. I wasn't just smoking pot, watching a funny movie. Right. And I would use psychedelics also. That was a big part of my healing initially. And I used to use high doses of everything. And I just literally right now realized that when I do it now, I use such small doses. And I have to think that's attributed to the CBD I've been using for six, seven years, optimizing my system because I don't need that much. Mm -hmm. you know, friends of mine that use our CBD and they also use 25 to 50 milligrams of THC. They're wondering how I can take one milligram and I'm there. I'm You're exactly happy. where I want to be. Yeah. And I just realized that might actually be it. Or maybe, you know, just over time, yeah. less is more. Well, and I think with THC, it, it entirely depends on what experience you're looking for. Right. right? Um, if you're, if the intention is to get crazy and whatever, you may want, you may need to go to the higher doses. But if what you're looking with from the THC is to use it as a tool of optimization to interact with your endocannabinoid, you know, to balance out the endocannabinoid system, that's a whole different game. Right. It's, I mean, know. you can go really far once you're in tune as well. Mm -hmm. I know this is kind of a little bit different than what we were planning on talking yeah. about. Yeah. But if I'm sitting there at peace and I take a small amount, I feel like I've taken a large amount but in such a manageable way versus, okay, I need to take a lot and I'm doing 10 things at once, multitasking, stressed out, trying to take the edge off, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, so you're speaking about two very different situations and intentions. Exactly. Um, and I think that that's, that's a big piece um, of the puzzle. So what we've talked about so far is we've talked about, you know, using something like, like this type of product can be helpful to people first thing in the morning, as a way to, first of all, balance off the caffeine effect, but also possibly to enhance focus um, and attention. And then at the end of the day, before bed, it can help the body to get into that parasympathetic state and prepare for sleep, which ultimately is potentially in one of the ways in which it's it helped, like so many people are using um, CBD products for sleep and swear by them. 
And I'm sure that your product is no different. Like I, you know, I've, yeah. I've been on your website. There's lots to read there. Um, and then there's the pain and inflammation piece, which again, you know, I, and you talked about this earlier that it's, it actually, it's, it act, affects anandamide. It's your bliss molecule. It helps the body to deal with pain in a different way. Is that, did Absolutely. I get those mixed, mixed up a little bit? Well, no, no, no. I think that makes perfect sense. The bliss molecule will be responsible for mitigating certain pain, especially like chronic pain situation. Right. Because it, but it's action on COX-2. Right. Right, right. But we also have a topical, which is so funny because a lot of companies, they have these topicals and it says a thousand milligrams of CBD. And I'm like, a thousand <laughs> milligrams? Like, I can't fit that. Like, how do you fit, fit that, that in there? <laughs> and then I realize, oh, they're using the isolates again. So we have a salve or it's a cream. People, a lot of people don't know what salve means, but it's yeah. thicker than a cream. And I was only able to get 250 milligrams of there of our full spectrum. I mean, I tried pushing the limits as far as possible to the point where if you do any more, it's like you're just rubbing oil all over you. But it's actually very nice. We have one that's lavender, one that's wintergreen. But you put it on a topical spot, like on your knee, for example, when you have knee pain, and it doesn't penetrate because it's not transdermal. So there's transdermal and there's topical. Transdermal application is meant to be put on the skin, absorbed to get into the bloodstream. Yeah. Topical is meant to simply affect the receptors in that specific area, whether it's just pretty much soft tissue, muscle, ligament and tendinous tissue as well. And it can affect bone as well. If there has been a break or micro fractures. Really? Yeah. How how does it do that topically? That's so interesting. Yeah. They just found that CBD, when you put it on the skin, it affects that specific area. I believe THC as well, when it's like made in the right formula, most of the time people do it transdermally. They want to get high or get the THC in their body with the cream, but the way we formulate it was specifically like site specific. Mm-hmm. And we get people that, I mean, an aunt of mine, well, my wife's aunt, she was set up to go to get knee surgery. She's sick. I'm sorry. She's almost 70 now. And she was exercising all the time and just found that her knee was killing her. She went to the doctor, of course, MRIs, x-rays, you need to get knee surgery. And she was going. And then we just sent her some of our cream or salve to try she canceled the appointment. She's like, my knee wow. pain's gone. And if wow. it comes back in a few weeks, puts a little bit back on. I mean, that's a game changer, not just for uh, an elderly population, but for everyone, someone that's sitting at a desk all day. And I come from a population of high level athletes. We mm-hmm. do martial arts, jujitsu, competitive fighters that are constantly dealing with torn muscles, everything you could possibly imagine. And the topical is really good. So you're kind of getting like a jab cross, a one-two combination nice. with the oral and the topical. Yeah, so you're hitting it from both sides. I love right. that. And what I noticed when I really like began to love CBD, aside from just the stress, I'm sorry, aside from just the sleep improvements, uh, when I was a health coach, I would work long days. I mean like 10 hours. I worked at a holistic resort and spa. And I would teach like six fitness classes. I would do personal training. I would do consultations on nutrition, the whole thing. (laughs) I'm exhausted just listening to you. I mean, like 10 hours. I'd be like seven to five or it was so tiring, but I loved it. I was like so passionate. And I would get that like three o'clock bout of stress, like in my chest. I was probably overtraining. Mm -hmm. I was probably 
be interacting with too many people, so much energy, you know, you're giving, you're taking, it's just so much. And I would feel this like tension in my chest and I would just shrug it off. And um, I found that when I would take CBD right after lunch, like I would have lunch at like one o'clock, one thirty, I'd take the CBD, that stress would go away, which was so cool. That tension, that wow. noise that was overcoming. And I really noticed it because three o'clock that tension would hit and I would start looking at the clock like, okay, one more client, one more consultation. And then that stopped happening to the point that I was staying after and not even realizing it. My wife would be sending me texts like, Hey, uh, are you coming home anytime soon? <laughs> and I'm like, Oh my God, I could have left work 30 minutes ago, but I was so calm and so centered that I was like, I knew that it had this pronounced effect on stress. And I think that's what everyone's dealing with. Yeah. Yeah. Stress is causing heartburn in people. I mean, stress is causing so many issues. Yeah. No, I've, it's, I mean, I think stress is people speak to sleep and definitely sleep is a major pillar, but stress is very often the underpinning to all of the dysfunctions that we're seeing, whether it's digestive, whether it's sleep disturbances, even pain, fertility. you know, a person that's fertility for sure. Like a person that is in a heightened sense of stress all the time, none of those systems. It's like, it's like, um, it's like an interrupter kind of like it's like an interceptor to all the normal output that you're supposed to be putting out from your nervous system. It there's a word that I'm looking for that is not coming to me right now, <laughs> but, but it, it, it disrupts, it disrupts everything. Right. And, we, mean um, excess stress. Hmm? we mean excess stress. Well, right? We're talking about excess yeah. chronic right. stress, right? right? I mean, frankly, no stress, we would die. Yeah, exactly. Right. We need stressors. We need hermetic stressors. We need stressors that we're able to adapt to, stressors that come and go, and or that it's almost, or even if the stress itself doesn't come and go, it's that you're able to remove yourself from it and re-regulate and rebalance yourself. And then, you know, and part of that involves not sitting in front of the news at 11 o'clock at night. I mean- Smart choices, right? You know, Simple, just making good choices. choices. Yeah. And Absolutely. Addictions, you know, it's these addictions that people have. And I think CBD can allow you to see that because mm -hmm. you're finding a sense of peace, a sense of bliss. And you're like, that choice is putting me on the wrong path. This choice is going to do this, even with food, because when you're calm, you're not going to stress eat. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm a hundred percent. So- so a couple of the other topics that we want. So we've talked about the safety and dependency. And so if anything else, you know, like these good products that are well-balanced, like yours, for example, if anything, you might find that you ne may need less over time to get your desired effect. Um, what about stacking um, full, and let's just stick to full spectrum CBD right now, because I, you know, that's ultimately what we're talking about. But stacking with full spectrum CBD, have you seen it work particularly well with any other supplements or are there certain supplements that people should maybe try to keep away from when they're, I mean, it, it sounds to me and it feels like, and when I've used um, CBD products, as long as my supplements themselves are good, I haven't found that there's been any kind of negative interaction and possibly because, you know, the takeaway from this conversation is this whole adaptogenic modulatory system um, effect. Because once you do that, it should, it should essentially create a better environment for other supplements to do their thing. Um, but have you found that there's any supplements in particular that maybe that's not true for, 
I haven't found it with supplements. I do know with a lot of pharmaceuticals, mm-hmm. you definitely need to check with your provider first because it kind of has a negative effect on certain enzymes of the metabolism of those particular drugs and vice versa. Those drugs might make the CBD way too strong for you or even the tiniest amount of THC act like a higher dose. Right. It's always a good idea to check with providers. We try not to make any claims or tell people this is going to cure a specific ailment. Right. The research is out there. You can find it. But yeah, I would just be careful with certain drugs. Statins, for example. I have never seen particular interactions, but I have read the research on it. Again, so much of the research, they use isolates. Mm. Like, for example, one of the studies they did said CBD is detrimental to your liver health and can actually cause liver failure and liver damage or fatty liver. Okay. So looked into it. They used a CBD isolate in 800 times, I believe it was 800 times the standard dose of what a human would use. They used it on mice. Who are itty bitty little bodies. <laughs> little things. And they used a hexane extraction, which is highly toxic. And oh they didn't clear the hexane. So we do extensive third-party testing. We don't do the testing ourselves. We send it out to independent labs. Everything has to meet a specific criteria. So whatever solvent we're using, there can be zero residual solvents left. There can be no heavy metals, no mycotoxins. If there is, we go back to the drawing board, but we've never had that issue, obviously. Mm-hmm. But, um, man, what was I getting at? Oh, so the hexane is a very harsh, I mean, it's a toxic solvent. So they it- use that. And there was residual hexane in the final product. I guess they weren't too concerned, kind of like getting prescribed oxycodone in high doses for pain management, you know? Yeah, which brings us to another point. So to the audience, and that is, and I know a lot of you guys know this, but the but but the first thing you have to do when somebody sends you an article from the literature that's got some crazy headline that says, you know, XYZ has been shown to be completely ineffective or has been shown to cure blah, 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 or whatever it is, like whatever eyeball catching headline they've come up with, because now even medical journals use this, are almost using clickbait to try and get attention. You have to dig into it. You have to look at what, what were the dosages that they used? Is this a human trial or an animal trial? what is the product that they used? And, you know, like, like Adam just gave us like three good reasons why that study and why those little mice ended up with sick livers, right? Either it could have been the hexane residual, it could have been the like jaw dropping dosages, and or it could have been the fact that it was an isolate. And so therefore it didn't have any of the counterbalances that might be naturally present in a full spectrum product. Explained perfectly. Exactly. You know, and, th- and that's just three reasons. There might be other reasons, but right there. Um, it's so mindful these days. It's it's exhausting because I consider myself like I have to do the research for my clients, my customers, my family. So when everyone's sending me articles like erythritol is going to give you a stroke, yeah. I have to use it, you know, and it, it is exhausting because I have to do this all day long, but I, I also love it. And mm-hmm. 
CBD was something that I thought was detrimental to someone's health. I couldn't in my like right in my heart sell it. But this is something that I use for me, that worked for me, for my wife, my entire family uses. That's why I created Element Health. Because initially I was just producing Element Health was my company and we were producing CBD just for us. And it was so good. We would share it with friends and I start getting texts and emails like, can you give us some of this? And then some like big influencers were like, hey, can I try your product? And they're like, dude, what is this? It was super cool. And like people were just catching on through word of mouth. I didn't have to throw millions of dollars into marketing because it was like real people. We're not trying to scare people into buying a product. We're not trying to trick them. Like I see this stuff all day. I don't go on social media too much, but people send it to me. And the way that people market this Mm -hmm. like flashy marketing with I call it unsubstantiated claims. It drives me crazy. So we try to stay as authentic and genuine to the purpose, to the plant. And we have amazing results with that. Yeah, no, I love it. I mean, honestly, everything, everything about your, the way that you put yourself out in the world, the product that you're making, the way that you make it, the intention behind it, you know, it speaks to a a very, um, I don't know. There's, you you don't have that, you don't get that feeling of the hustle harder. You know, it's more of a, this is what we do. This is how we do it. This is who we believe that can be helped by it. And so the invitation is for you to give it a try and see if you're one of those people that it can help like that fundamentally is the vibe that I get from you and all of your communication, which is to your point, extremely authentic and not alienating to people. You know, there was a time, it's funny because I don't know if we spoke about it before, I considered biohacking really anything you wanted to use to understand whatever compound is available to you, what it does. So when I was bodybuilding in college and I was fighting, I was using a lot of steroids. This is like a story I've spoken about on a few other podcasts and I didn't really think about the long-term effects. So Mm -hmm. even when I got off, uh, I got, I realized me and my wife were not getting pregnant. This was like such a big thing. We wanted to have kids and I went and got checked and they're like, wow, you have zero sperm. And at this time I was like working 10 hour shifts. I was doing like, it was very stressful at the time. And um, I definitely think it was the hormones I had used zero sperm, zero fertility. And you should look into adopting or actually I went and went to a doctor. He gave me some medicines that just made me out of my mind, Mm. like just the hormones and the level, the doses they were giving me were so high. So anyways, I ended up stopping those medications. I put my own routine together, which is pretty much living like our ancestors would live. And I took time every morning. I took some CBD and I got grounded and my father had passed in 2019. So I said, you know what? Like, I feel like he would have been such a good grandfather and I want to connect with him, my ancestors, mother nature. I want to, I think when I get truly centered, I'm not going to need medical intervention. It's going to happen and it won't be a miracle. It'll be what's meant to happen. So I sat there, it was during the pandemic actually during 2020. So it was perfect timing And I would sit there for an hour every morning, sometimes 30 minutes, and I would meditate on it and visualize having a child and our whole life ahead, me, my wife with our son. I knew I wanted a son and I would talk to my father and talk to like ancestors I'd never met before. So maybe I sound a little woo woo, but 
you know what I mean? Energetically, I wanted to connect with this bloodline that went through way harder times than mm-hmm. what we go. We complain. Yeah. You know, people were complaining to me yesterday about traffic or about how their Uber Eats took too long to yeah. arrive. <laughs> people who lived through World War II. Hello. <laughs> oh my God. And yeah. World War One. And World and War One, absolutely. And the Middle Ages. <laughs> my family came from like distant Russia or Poland and like I can't imagine the hard things that they went through and the gratitude I needed to express to them, whether they hear me or not, that I needed to know inside that like you overcame real adversity and I'm blessed because of it. And I want to continue bringing this into the world. So it was funny. Like it was five months later, my wife's like, you need to go get checked because you're meditating a lot. You're doing like every protocol you think will do it. And I was using the CBD and deeply focused. And I went and got checked and they're like, your sperm's normal. You have like normal, natural levels of everything, which was so cool. And um, yeah, so now we have a son and hopefully uh, another one on the way soon. We'll see. But I definitely attribute this to like getting centered. I know it's kind of like a buzzword, or maybe it's not a buzzword because you not, say get centered. I mean, think about think about what that means. Getting centered, right? It means getting out of a sympathetic state. It mean it means okay. once we get into allow our bodies to get into a parasympathetic state when it needs to be there. It's like we talked about before. All of a sudden, the gates start to open. All of a sudden, things start to balance and regulate. All of a sudden, you know, things energy starts flowing where it needs to flow. And I don't even mean that in a woo state. I mean, like your nervous system starts working the way it's supposed to, which means hormones start to work the way that they're supposed to, which means, you know, one thing leads to another. The CBD that you introduced in its own way of being an adaptogen and bringing things back into balance again. So it's not that you know, and what's interesting is it's not that you're saying, look, the CBD increased my testosterone levels. Like that could be a tagline, right? Somebody could say, are you having fertility problems? Well, I started taking CBD, my testosterone levels bounced back and I was able to have a baby. That could be your tagline. And at the end of the day- Cannabinoid receptors on the testes, on sperm cells and the ovaries. So so there's definitely a place for it. But at the end of the day, what we also know to be true is it was the whole package. It was all the things that you did that allowed you to come back into a state of balance and frankly, prepare your terrain to be a place where life could come from. Exactly. You know, there's this quote. It's funny. I heard this the other day. Joe Dispenza is in one of his books. He says, uh, your personality determines your personal reality. Or if you have a new personality, you have a new personal reality. And I was thinking, I like to wake up and they call it more of like a shamanic approach to healing. Mm-hmm. I, I face the mirror, not literally, but I want to see every day what I can do better about myself. It's very easy to say this happened because of this person, because of this person. I try to like always take responsibility. And if I find, wow, I'm being really hard on people lately. Mm-hmm. Maybe like my patience is too low and they're not eating properly. They're not doing this. And then they're complaining to me. And I say, Oh wait, I'm being way too hard on people. Cause I'm expecting that of myself. So anyhow, I just found that utilizing CBD or other things to, like you said, get centered or aligned allows my personality to be who I am. It, 
are who at least I'm meant to be, which mm-hmm. is at peace with myself and the people around me versus running into walls all day. Yeah. And that's a very easy thing to do because I'm a martial artist. So I fight. Well, you we have spawn. that in you, right? Yeah. Exactly. We yeah, spar. Yeah, yeah. And a lot of my like first most intense psychedelic experiences, I was trying to avoid it, clinching my fist and biting down so hard. And it was only when I surrendered was I able to grasp the experience and to grow from it. So I think when we can let go of this, I know it's more of like an ego talk. We can let our real personal personality shine through. And that's what our personal reality is. So I really love that line he said. Yeah, no, that's beautiful. I love that. And um, yeah, no, I think I think that actually that's that's a really nice place to to yeah. maybe leave people for this. And I, you know, and and to come back to, you know, this what you've what you've chosen as the vehicle to communicate with the world and to affect the world, which is this, this plant. I think it's a beautiful thing, right? Because mm-hmm. you're not trying to change things. You're just allowing people to access something that can help them to, to rise to their best selves. As right? it did for me. As it did for you. And so that's the invitation to people is, you know, see, explore this, see if it can be the tool that allows you to get yourself to your next step. Well, thank you for being the vehicle that lets me speak about it and talk about it. It makes me That's, happy. That makes me happy. Thank Every you. Every time I connect pleasure. with you, I'm like all smiley. It's just so <laughs> nice. You have great energy about you too. Yeah. Well, thank you. It's uh, I think, you know, I think we're in it for the, for a common goal. Right. Yeah. And, and anytime we can, we can communicate something to the audience and touch one or two or 10 or however many people and help them. We've had a good day. We've done a good job. This sounds like my morning gratitude journal every day, just so you know. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I love it. All right, Adam, why don't we tell people where they can find you and learn more about your products and, and what you do? Sure. You won't find us on every single webpage, marketing, advertisement, and not on Instagram ads or any of that because we just, I want people that are educated, want to know about this stuff that really want true healing, not someone that just wants to try to catch a buzz or something like that. There's a place for it, but elementhealthsupply.com. That's our website. So it's my company name, element health with supply at the end.com. My Instagram is at element health. I do try to manage it as much as I can on my own. And you can always email someone from my team or me directly at info at elementhealthsupply.com. And we can provide as much information as possible. We send out a lot of really cool emails mm-hmm. regarding dosing, regarding like what it's good for, new studies. We keep people educated called the Element Health Wisdom. And it's not just CBD, but it's how other things interact with CBD. So there's a lot of good stuff there, especially with our email list. Oh, I love that. I need Emotion. to get on that list. I don't know why I'm not on there. I must not yeah. have signed up. I make it fun. And you know me, I have to like write and put cool information in. It's not going to be clickbait and yeah. nonsense. I love it. And um, and guys, if you decide that you want to give some of these products a try, you can, um, Adam has generously provided us with a code, which is NAT15, which will save you 15% off your purchase if you are called to do so. So Adam, thank you so much for your time today. It's been such a pleasure connecting with you. I'm kind of happy 
we had the big fail, technical fail last time, because that means we got to talk again this time. <laughs> yeah, this is even better. Yeah, even better. All right. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. Great talking to you. We'll talk soon. Yep. Bye. Thanks so much for joining me on this episode of the Biohacking Superhuman Performance Podcast. If you enjoyed the show, please remember to leave us a five-star review on iTunes because that's what helps us to be heard and to be seen. If you'd like to connect with me directly, or if you'd like to leave any comments, or if you have any questions about this episode, please reach out to me directly through my website, mattnidham.com. And of course, if you're not already a member of the Biohacking Superhuman Performance Community on Facebook, that's where you'll find me every day. It's a short application. Just answer a couple of questions and you're in and interfacing with other amazing biohackers. Thanks again. And we'll look forward to seeing you on the next episode.